Chirp Radio's live lit and music series, The First Time, is recorded at Martyrs in the North Center neighborhood. The theme this round was first class. We have Alex Gilbert. He is a Chirp DJ and volunteer. He's been with us a while. He's one of the people who make this whole station run and work every Thursday afternoon, 3 to 6. Um, he's also a designer and a type, typography enthusiast. You can follow his typographically focused Instagram. It's like at everyday underscore type. Um, his illustration work was recently, recently featured on the cover of the debut album from Local Soul Collective Chicago Groove Experiment, which is very cool. Guys, give a big round of applause. Alex Gilbert. Thank you, Jen. And uh, I've been coming to the show for four years, and I'm very excited to be on the other side of the stage now, finally. It's Memorial Day 2012. My year and a half long relationship is ending over a stupid little argument. But I'll be honest, it wasn't the argument that caused the problem. That was really just the tipping point. I had already decided earlier that weekend I was done with this relationship. You know, it's truly a sobering moment when you realize that the feelings you might have had for someone months ago aren't there anymore. But it's even more sobering when that happens smack dab in the middle of an extended holiday weekend when you're stranded in the rural suburbs with your boyfriend and his entire family. Saying it was a rough weekend is a little bit of an understatement. My stomach was stuck in a permanent knot. Sleeping was impossible. Never has spending the afternoon relaxing by the pool been uncomfortably stressful as it was. Yet somehow I managed to smile and suck it up and fake my way through the rest of the excruciating weekend. But in order to fully understand this and what happened next, I need to give you a bit more context. Let's flash back almost two years earlier to August 2010. I'd moved from Iowa and had been living in Chicago for a year. At this point, I was still deep in the metaphorical closet. You know the one you always hear about. I was uh, managed to tell just one or two very close friends that I was gay, but otherwise, it was still a relatively big secret for me. But now in Chicago, things were changing, and August 2010 marked something very important for me. It was my first semester at a legitimate design school. I'd been the artsy kid my entire life, always drawing when I was younger. I helped found an art club at my high school, and out of my brief stint at community college, the only two classes I actually passed were painting and art history. And uh, now in a new city, my first semester at Harrington College of Design was finally a chance to be fully surrounded by other creative people to live and breathe art and design. And my first semester was mostly introductory design courses, uh, but I also signed up for beginning drawing. I made friends pretty easily those first few weeks of drawing class, quickly finding a group of classmates that I would hang out with, do homework with, regularly visit coffee shops with our sketchbooks. It was fun, the work was occasionally challenging, and I started getting that art school experience that I had finally dreamed of. For this story, you know, um, I got something a little else as well. Uh, for this story, let's just call him Jay. He was in my group of drawing friends, and as the semester grew longer, we grew closer and closer as friends, and eventually a secretive crush started to form. One day when texting, he asked me uh, to hang out the following weekend, just the two of us, which left me wondering, was it a date? Of course we were just friends, but it kind of seemed like there was something a little more the rest of the week was riddled with mutual excitement and anxiety. I had so many questions running through my head. How should I act when we hang out? You know, what should I do? Does he even know that I'm gay? If he does, then how did he find out? Because I didn't tell him. <laughs> do, wait, do I act gay? 
how does a gay person even act? Or maybe he saw me looking at him a certain way, or even worse, did he see my internet browsing history? <laughs> I waited and wondered all week until Saturday finally arrived. We ate lunch at a cute restaurant, talked and smiled and laughed. And uh, since it was December, we walked around the Chris Kindle Mart in the gently falling snow. It was basically a scene out of a holiday rom-com. And uh, in case I was still unsure about the date status, our outing ended with Jay giving me a quick peck on the cheek before he ran to catch the train. So yeah, it was, it was a date. Our conversations continued. Uh, Jay and I went out several more times. And as the semester ended, we eventually made things official. Now I have to tell you, this was my first real relationship. First relationship with another man, that is. I had only ever had one or two awkward and, well, drunk uh, fumblings with guys before, and those were never really talked about afterwards. And my relationship count certainly doesn't include my high school girlfriends, because my experience dating women is uh, just pretty much a running joke I look back on and laugh about. <laughs> at this point, I was still securely in the closet, but now I at least had the door cracked open and was letting a little light in. Jay was a breath of fresh air, someone who, even though at times was a bit immature, like myself, I suppose, he seemed confident and proud of who he was. He encouraged me to try new things, make changes, and push myself outside of my comfort zone. After plenty of prodding from him, I chopped off my then-almost-waist-length hair. I uh, swapped out my sad, baggy clothes for ones that actually fit me better. And uh, most significantly of all, I started becoming more open with myself as a gay man. The closet door was opening wider, and I was beginning to like the look of what was outside. What started with my close circle of friends slowly progressed into publicly talking about my relationship with classmates, coworkers, the occasional stranger, and eventually family. Being in a relationship made it easier because I could cop out and say, I have a boyfriend instead of, I'm gay. Because for some reason, those three extra syllables were far easier for me to say than the ominous G word. But it happened even if it was drug out slowly over the course of the next year. I was finally pulling myself out of that closet, inch by grueling inch. The worst possible scenarios had already played over and over again in my head, and even though I knew deep down that I would be fine, it was still a flood of relief when I would open up to someone and nothing terrible would actually happen. In fact, nothing happened at all. In hindsight, coming out to my father, the person I waited until last to tell was honestly Pretty damn boring. But a uh, big kudos to my dad for being so relaxed when I came out to him just 10 minutes before I had him and my entire family meet Jay for the very first time. It wasn't the best idea, I know, but... Uh, if I recall correctly, his response was something like, oh, great. I know. It took more than two years, though, to uh, fully come out to everyone in my life, and... Uh, it wasn't quite leaping out of the closet, I guess, at that rate. Um, but I had finally had the door wide open and had taken a few very calculated, semi-confident steps outside. And throughout most of that process, I was lucky enough to have a supporting and encouraging partner cheering me on. But as life is, not everything is made to last, and uh, some things don't always work out. That brings us back to Memorial Day. It's a day all about remembering. And you can be assured that I remember quite a lot about that Memorial Day in 2012, such as the words, maybe we should take a break, kind of falling out of my mouth uncomfortably. Even as I said it, I knew it wasn't going to be a break. The relationship was dead. When being broken up with, no one wants to accept, 
I don't know, or it just happened as a reason. They want facts and figures and a flowchart of all the decisions made to get to that point. They want a PowerPoint presentation with a reliable, cited sources, supporting evidence, and official witness statements demonstrating that you had probable cause to make this choice in the first place. Breakups just suck. They really, really suck. Even if you think you know it's coming, and even if you've mentally prepared yourself that it's happening soon, and even if you're the one who's going to have to pull the trigger, once it happens, it hits you hard. In this case, the sucker punch was when he responded with, I thought we were going to spend the rest of our lives together. And I, I really wasn't expecting that at all. Uh, what do you even say to that? I ended up walking the mile and a half home from his apartment that night, crying the whole way. Eventually, we exchanged each other's borrowed belongings and tried to move on as gracefully as we could while still sharing many of the same friends and even some of the same classes. I did cancel my plans to take burlesque lessons with him, though. Uh, I still ended up attending his class's graduation performance and uh, support him and another friend. And you know, even though I'd seen him fully naked plenty of times before, it was still a little weird uh, seeing him perform a striptease on a bar stage. Uh, but he wasn't actually that bad. <laughs> I learned a lot over those 18 months. I discovered more about myself. And I started finally becoming more comfortable with who I am. And this is where I tell you how I discovered that all I need in life is myself, and taking care of me is the most important thing. But only because it sounds way more poetic than telling you how a month later I downloaded Grindr and moved on with my life. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Grindr. Uh, in my mind, I used to dream about the day when I would finally be comfortable living my life openly, not embarrassed of admitting that I was different. In my mind, I used to ache just to feel comfortable saying the words, I'm gay, to a friend or coworker, wondering if it would ever sound natural coming out of my mouth. In my mind, I would think about these things over and over and over, looking in the mirror and assuring my reflection that someday I would fully be me. And sometimes I would get scared that that day might not actually ever come. But it did, and it passed, and I can look back and laugh at all the awkward, uncomfortable experiences along the way and share them with you now. What started in that first drawing class years ago sticks with me today, and not just the memories of a former relationship, but the ability to recognize and embrace who I am. Yes, it's, I'm still plenty insecure now, and just like most people, I struggle with anxiety and self-doubt, and I regularly have to remind myself that, yeah, I'm okay, I'm gonna do fine. It's great to seek improvement and to set new goals, but I can confidently say that I love who I am right here, right now, and that's pretty fucking awesome. that I would be 
that person now But it does not seem to have happened Maybe I've just forgotten how To see That I'm not exactly the person I thought I'd be And in my mind, in the faraway here and now, I've become in control somehow. And I never lose my wallet because I, I will be the picture of discipline, never fucking up anything. And I'll be a good defensive driver It's funny how I imagined I would be that person now But it does not seem to have happened Maybe I've just forgotten how To see That I'll never be the person I thought I'd be And in my mind, when I'm old, I am beautiful, planting tulips and vegetables, which I will mindfully watch over, not like me now. I'm so busy with everything that I don't look at anything. But I'm sure I'll look when I am older It's funny how I imagined That I could be that person now But that's not what I want If that's what I wanted I'd be giving up somehow How strange to see That I don't want to be The person I want to be And in my mind, I imagine so many things, things that aren't really happening. And when they put me in the ground, I'll start pounding the lid, saying I haven't finished yet. I still have a tattoo to get. It says I'm living in the moment And it's funny how I imagined I could win this winless fight But maybe it isn't all that funny That I've been fighting all my life But maybe I have to think it's funny If I want to live before I die And maybe it's funny of all to think I'll die before I actually see that I am exactly the person that I want to be fuck yes I am exactly the person that I want to be
You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.